All right. Welcome, everybody. Good morning. Good afternoon. It's morning for me. It is 9.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, and it is Wednesday, November 9th, 2022. Quite the tense moment right now, isn't it? Give everybody a chance to jump in. Craziness. But it is a mixed bag, so all hope is not lost to those who are feeling downtrodden and defeated. There's no such thing in defeat as defeat in this type of war. We must know this. We must know this. And on this show, we will be covering some of the news updates and having a little bit of fun and chatting back and forth. Join me in the chat. We are streaming live on Foxhole, Pill, Twitch, DLive, Rumble, Rockfin. Did I miss anything? I think that's it. I think that's it. I think it's all the places we're streaming. So welcome to everybody watching on all those platforms. We've got elections going on in the U.S. And wow, what is happening over there? What is going on? It's a mix. Uh, it's a mix of results so far. Results are still pouring in. I've been following it as close as I could. I fell asleep listening to a bunch of live streams last night who were tracking it. Isn't it supposed to be same day count? You know, you go, you vote, and then they count the votes, and they have all these sophisticated systems for counting the votes, and then you find out the same day that you vote who won? Isn't that, am I wrong about that? Is that how it's supposed to be? I feel like we're going to have to wait a couple of weeks before we finally have this thing settled down. And then, of course, we know there's been all kinds of dirty tactics going on. This is just the way these people roll. And we're going to get into a, a little bit of what I think is happening here. And then just so you know, we also here in Canada had an election going on in Alberta. And it was a positive result for Danielle Smith, who is the leader of a new party in Alberta and it could be the stepping stones towards Alberta and possibly other provinces in Canada separating from the very corrupt federal government. But at the very least we have basically a female version of Ron DeSantis. This is how people are seeing Danielle Smith. No, she's not perfect. Yes. She kind of backed off on a few points, but then came back and kept dropping nukes. So Definitely a positive uh, change from Jason Kenney, who was previously the premier of Alberta. Uh, he was a globalist conservative, um, one of the worst COVID defenders, and so we're glad he's gone. And I have a special place in my heart for Alberta, being that I was actually born in Calgary. My mother's side came from Holland after the war and settled in Alberta. So my mom was an Alberta girl. And then at a very young age, we moved to Ontario and I've lived all over Canada and now in British Columbia, but love Alberta. It's very cold, but great people, great place. And I'm glad to see that you guys secured that victory. So congratulations on that. Congratulations to Florida for getting DeSantis in there. He, he just absolutely smoked. He was the biggest victory of the day. I think I absolutely smoked that other guy. So that's good. Um, but how are you guys feeling? What's going on? Let me see. What's the pulse? What's happening in your, what do you, what do you see going on here? Hey, we got all kinds of stuff happening on the foxhole. I can see the chat. This is great. Hello, everybody. Welcome. Welcome. 
Mm-hmm. Something about the Emergency Act. Uh, yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about that. Always same day till they push the mail in. Oh, t- okay. So Karen Hair 7 is saying on the foxhole, it used to always be the same day until they started pushing mail in. So this mail in voting thing is, I think, where one of the major weaknesses is eh? in the in the election stuff. What do you think? Patty S saying, I am too Alberta born, but I live in BC. Hey, hey, we got something in common, Patty. Yeah. Yeah. Brazil, Ukraine, so much is happening. We got Sean Penn going out of his way to fly all the way to Ukraine to hand over his acting award to Zelensky. (laughs) Best actor of 2020, 2021, and 2022. Okay. Well, let me just jump into the screen shares. Hope you guys are getting comfy. Um, Trudeau corruption is trending, if that makes you feel better. (laughs) Carrie Lake is trending. So Carrie Lake, who is not voting for Carrie Lake? Are you kidding me? How is this even a tight race? How is that even possible? I need to know. Carrie Lake is a machine. What the hell? And I think, okay, so Charlie Kirk, I was listening last night. I'm going to hold him to his prediction. He is very confident that Carrie Lake is going to come out the winner here. Even though she's, I think like about four hours ago, it was within a point or something. So she's catching up, closing the gap as they're bringing in all these same-day ballots. Um, So let's see how that goes. Um, But yeah, this I thought this was kind of funny from Gina Carano. God bless her. She's got a great Twitter. She's a great martial artist. And she's a great actress, action star. It's sad that they dropped her from Disney. But what do you expect from Disney? Come on. So Gina's like, yeah, it feels like we're all in divorce court waiting to see who gets custody of us. It's kind of like that, eh? Yeah, they use mail-in to steal elections. Oh, that's what you're so Canadian Canadian Angel 777 on Foxhole saying the lawyer just fainted on live TV at the inquiry. The shot? Hmm. I did not see this. I did not see this. Well, I've got some stuff loaded. If I refresh my Twitter feed, I'm sure it'll come up, hopefully. Um, don't worry about putting the link in Foxhole because that's on a different computer. And for me to bring it in so I can show it on screen, it's not gonna work. You could drop it. Yeah, I'll find it. I'll find it if that's the case. There's a lot of this. Um, I posted a very sad video yesterday. I'm not going to show it to you guys. I just can't. I, I can't watch too much of this stuff. And it's all these people doing deadlifts in the gym that are just dropping after doing a couple deadlifts. Um, there was a boy in Saskatchewan that just died in his sleep. So we're starting to see the sudden sudden death syndrome as parents are bringing their kids in for this shot. It's insanity. But uh, yeah, so many things happening. Let me just uh, clear the air though on everybody's maybe feeling a little bit tense and uh, it's, it's a freaking crazy time. I get it. But I was reading this book 
some more. It's a very great read. Meditations, Marcus Aurelius. I brought it up last time. Um, and just remember, people from all ages have experienced times like these. Obviously, it's not identical, different contexts, different things going on on the planet, but you can always go back for ancient wisdom because the more things change, the more they stay the same and there's nothing new under the sun and we can get some great wisdom from some people who lived it in the past. And so Marcus Aurelius says this, and this is the point of today's show. This is what we're going to keep in the back of our minds. Okay. He says, you have the power over your mind, not outside events. Realize this and you will find strength. He also says, dwell on the beauty of life. Watch the stars and see yourself running with them. And the happiness of your life depends on the quality of your thoughts. And one more. Everything we hear is opinion, not fact. Everything we see is a perspective, not the truth. So just a few little words of wisdom from Marcus Aurelius. Thank you, Marcus. Thank you. You're welcome back anytime. Uh, this first one, though, that was the key. You have the power over your own mind, not outside events. Realize this and you will find strength. This does not mean we shouldn't influence outside events. This does not mean we should not participate. You got to remember Marcus Aurelius comes from the Stoic uh, tradition and philosophy where it's a little more of a sit back and be detached kind of position. But um, what it is, is it's a, a, a something that you're, you got to bring this into the way your thought process works. That's how I see it. So it's not saying to me, at least that we should, not participate in what's happening. We absolutely should, especially during times of war like this. This is a war for freedom. This is a war for truth. This is a war for reason, to, to keep reason and sanity alive um, and to obviously protect the future for our children. This is a war for the planet. This is a lot. There's a lot going on right now. I wish we could resurrect some of these guys and be like, look at the situation. What do we do? But thank God they wrote it all down. But yeah, just... Uh, that very wise statement has stayed with me so that you, you walk lightly in the world. You walk in the world, but you walk lightly and you just realize, okay, there's things that I can control and there are things that I cannot control. And guys, right now, there is so much that is outside of our control, just as individuals sitting here having a coffee, talking about this stuff. But there is a lot of things that you do have control over and all of those things, 99.9% .9 of those things that you have control over have to do with you and your thoughts and your mind and your health and your decisions. And we have to manage expectations here. Okay. Let's put this in perspective before we get into some of the stuff in the news, because we've got. I've got people tuning in from different countries. Welcome. And I know everybody's got their thing going on in their neck of the woods. I hope we can always keep the big picture in mind as well. Um, that this is obviously, this isn't just about Canada. This isn't just about the U S this isn't just about Brazil or that this is about the whole world. This is for all the marbles, this war that we're in and the people that are fighting for truth, freedom, and justice are up against not an insurmountable enemy not a, not not a you know something that is omniscient omnipresent and unconquerable but something that is vast that is massive that i think in many ways is dying um but that 
has embedded itself and, and promoted itself and cheated its way to the top and infiltrated our governments and infiltrated our institutions. And they control the most important weapon on the battlefield still. They're losing it more and more, but they still control that weapon. And what is that weapon? That weapon is the pulpit. That weapon is the media. The weapon is the soapbox. They got the microphone. Now I got a microphone as well, but their microphone, people have been raised with that microphone. That microphone has become in, has be, been installed in their brain. That microphone of the media that represents the interests of the people that are doing this stuff to the world, that have a plan for the world that most likely doesn't include most of us. Um, that is based on what they want. These people are control freaks. Um, they, they don't care. They don't have empathy. They just want to win. They just want to conquer. They just want control over land resources and people. Um, and so those of us that are coming from that place of wanting to see the truth come out, we're up against a very formidable embedded opponent that knows what it's doing is well-funded and it controls the most powerful microphone in the world still. So that said, this is, uh, this is why they did a good sales pitch and their sales pitch was based on fear. And for some reason, humans are addicted to fear. We can become addicted to it because if you're living in fear already, and then they're selling you more fear, it's a language you've been taught to understand and you've been raised with it. And so they give you the fear and then they give you the soothing voice to respond to it. And then here's all the solutions, which just coincidentally happened to work very wonderfully for our geopolitical agenda. Um, so that's what, when people are like, how are people so stupid? How are people voting for these? Like I heard this Fetterman guy. I thought this was a joke. I thought that guy with the hoodie who looks like the Mothman. I thought it was a joke, but it turns out he's a real guy and he actually ran and he actually won. And I don't know, like that is, you really get the feeling that they get these guys groomed and they put them in position and then they make it happen through fraud or whatever. And then they get them in and that's it. They're just trying to keep installing puppets. So yes, it's a formidable opponent. Yes. There are a lot of people that are still demanding that we all go back to mandates right now. That isn't just bots. That isn't just trolls. That isn't just government agents. That is real people. I see them. I see them right now. There seems to be an uptick in mask wearing again. Do you see that in your neck of the woods where you are? I'm seeing this. I'm like, oh my God, here we go. And uh, so, yeah, let's just, all that stuff is happening because if we were expecting for the spell to be broken in an instant, uh, that's an expectation we need to manage. You've got to see the big game. This is something I've been trying to emphasize a long time. See the big game. See the long game. Victory isn't won in these short little perfect bursts that result in victory. The victory is won over a long period. And then even when you secure victory, it's an eternal fight, especially when we're talking about freedom. There's a great quote from Thomas Paine. Freedom was hunted around the globe. All it asked was for the liberty of appearing. But he said it was a hunted thing. 
the, the, the concept of freedom, the concept of you as an individual having the right to be left alone by government and by the masses to have a right to self-determination, to have a right to your mind, to have a right to express your mind, to have a right to carve out a little area to raise a family and have property and to reap what you sow and to pursue your interests and to live and exist and not just to survive off of a little bits of bread and potato soup, but to thrive in the world. Because that's what your soul wants. Your soul wants to fly. Your soul wants to thrive. So you need freedom in order for that to happen. And no, you don't have the freedom to impose your little tyranny on other people. So you can't infringe other people's freedom. That's the law of balance. But these guys don't want freedom because it interferes with their business model. It's as simple as that. And they are prepared and they are capable of doing whatever it takes to keep the minds of humanity enslaved so that they can loot, pillage, control, seize power, wield power, and loot the world. So we're not just going to sit back and let it happen. Here's the issue, though. These people, these agencies, these institutions, these corporations, these governments, all these, all, you know, the whole swamp. Um, we've already illustrated who these people are in many shows. They are at a point now where they've been getting such a throttling by just average folk who are saying no all over the world, who are waking up to the, the lies and the misinformation and who are trying to take their freedom back because they realize that while, when they fell asleep with all the bread and circuses and all the propaganda, there was a predator in our midst looting us blind of more than just our money, by the way. Um, using us as resources, treating humanity like cattle on a farm. And we're realizing that this is what's going on and we're rising up and it's happening and they were getting a lot of major blows. And what's hap what happens, I can speak from my experience in fighting and like training and martial arts is that it's the unique quality of a, say a professional fighter or a martial artist is that they are very comfortable with the fact that they're not going to win all the time. You can't win every conflict. It's impossible, right? There's always someone better than you. And it's a, it's a very small margin. So you have to develop a mindset where you're able to manage expectations in the com conflict. So you go out with, you want to go to win. You got to bring the mindset to win. Nobody's going to go out there and go, I'm probably going to lose, but I'll give it my, that's not the mindset you want. You want the mindset, I'm going to win and here's how I'm going to win and I'm going to execute my game plan. But then there's things that happen in the fight that don't go the way you envision. They don't go as planned. There's an old saying, I think Mirko Krokop used to say this. Um, he was a fighter from Croatia. And uh, he used to say, everybody has a plan until they get hit. And I think he was quoting probably like Miyamoto Masashi or something. Um, everybody has a plan until they get hit. And we've been getting hit. We've been hitting back, but we've also been getting hit. And what do we remember most? Do we remember the victories? Do we remember the shots we landed? Us freedom fighters and truth warriors? Do we remember the shots we landed? Do we remember the victories we've had? Can we keep those in our minds to give us 
fuel and strength for moving forward into what's coming next. Because guys, I think this is just getting warmed up. It's going to be a lot of back and forth. This is a long distance marathon. This is for all the marbles. This is not just a weekend warrior thing. This is not just a open and shut case. This is not a, it's already cinched. This is a battle for everything. The soul of humanity, what it, we're literally fighting to remain human. Like that's where, that's where we're at in the war. We're not even just fighting. Oh, I hope we can win an election. I hope we can get a few, uh, moves forward on the chessboard. No, no, no. They literally want to turn you into androgynous robots. Okay. Cause that would be an amazing asset for their business model. They won't want a bunch of free thinking, creative, enlightened children of light humans running around in the world. There's too many variables with that that can't be controlled if they allow that. So you got to fight for that. And you got to remember the victories. Because if you're in the fight and you're landing shots and you're feeling good, and I've had many fights like this where you're going, oh, well, this is easy. It's going to be an easy night in the office. You know, you're playing, you start showing off, you're getting loose and and then all of a sudden, bang, you get caught with that hook you didn't see, or you get hit with that body shot that almost drops you, or you get smoked in the liver or something, or they give you, you know, like you're one shot and you're stunned. And most of the stun of the shot was that you were in an illusory state of, you're like, I'm, a, I'm immortal. I can't be touched. I'm, I'm already winning. Like your ego takes over and you think, oh, and then you start to lay off the gas pedal a little bit. And just for one second, someone gives you a good lunchbox to the head or something, you know, you, you are going to be remembering that. And that's the focus of your mind. So when you're in the fight and you get hit, that's where the mind then goes. And it's a very quick path towards unraveling the strength of your mind because you just got, you basically just got humbled in that one moment when you got hit. And so the choice of that warrior in that moment, when you take those shots, when the, when the opponent hits back, right. Is you have to have a resilient mindset that understands that process, knows how to fight off a little bit of your body's natural responses where the body wants to shut down. It's telling you, Hey, stop, stop, get, let's pack it up. And your mind has to be the thing that keeps you in the fight. So you can address the challenge and get things back going your way again. And change the tide of the fight. Um, this is an art. That is why it is a martial art. It is the art of war. It is the art of war. It is the art of winning. It is the art of survival. It is the art of success in the end. And the art of winning requires that you take hits, requires that you get put on your ass sometimes, requires that you fall so that you can get stronger to get back up again. As cliche as that sounds, it's true. And so, yeah, in this fight that we're having right now for our countries, for our freedom, for our humanity, we're going to get hit. Expect it. Prepare for it. Don't prepare to not get hit. That's impossible. Prepare to be capable of taking the damage that's going to come back when you put yourself on the line to fight for something. And by fighting, just to all the feds that are tuning in, we're talking metaphorically and philosophically, okay? This is a fight that we're doing within the law. That's why we keep showing up to try to vote. That's why we went with truckers and horns and bouncy castles, and we didn't show up with an armada, right? We, we're trying to do this in the right way because we don't want to become the thing we hate. We don't want to become the cheating, lying Democrats or liberals or 
any side, any doesn't matter about political affiliation. That's all an illusion anyways. That's all generated by that media. This is about human beings fighting for their right to remain human beings and to have self-determination. So we're fighting back and the, you have to resist the urge to swing wildly when you get hit like that. If you take a good body shot what you weren't expecting and you feel like you just want to sit down and go to sleep. Uh, and those, I remember a few of those. Oh my God, I've taken a few of those. I've also given a few of those. Um, but yeah, you take a good body shot right in the middle of a great combination or something. You have to be able to get that resilience and that strength back in that moment. Cause if you, cause the whole point is they're going to try to nail that body shot and then come with the big flurry to finish you. So it's actually a point where it's survival in that moment. I've experienced it many times. There's a little panic where you're like, oh my God, I could actually get knocked out here. I could actually get finished. I don't want that to happen, right? So you got to develop the ability to um, get into that mindset Marcus Aurelius is talking about, that you have the power over your mind in that moment. When you take a hit, you have the power over your mind, not your opponent. If you give them this ground, if you allow them to have that power over you and you start flailing wildly and panicking in that moment because you got hit, you will lose. And we're not losers, are we? I don't have followers that follow this show that have that mindset, hopefully. And if you have it, you're in the right place because we're going to cure it for you. You're a winner. You're a warrior. You're a fighter. You're in the fight. You're going to get through this. All the, this too shall pass. We're in cycles. We're going up and down. You know, it, it's like the weather. <laughs> it changes in a moment. You have to be adaptable to that change. You have to be adaptable in the moment. So take heart. Don't sit down and go, oh, dang, we didn't get the red wave we wanted. We didn't get the all the things out of the trucker inquiry that we wanted, although we are getting some good things. Uh, we didn't get the immediate arrests of all of the pedophiles and all the psychos and all the deep state. We, we didn't get it, so therefore I'm just going to go home every time I keep getting hit. And this is what I see. I see people reacting. And that's why they keep doing this shit to us. It's the mindset that needs to shift. It's an energy fight. It's a spiritual war. That's how I see it. So there's going to be no hanging of heads here. There's only going to be, all right, let's take this. Let's look at the positives. Let's go back to the drawing board and let's get back in training camp right away. Next day, we're back in the dojo. Like you took a loss, you took a hit, back in the dojo next day. Correct the mistakes, move forward, keep fighting. That's the whole point. This is going to, in the end, in the big long game, this is going to actually make a formidable white blood cell in this world out of you and everybody else. This is about building the immunity of each individual that is fighting for truth, freedom, and justice. Because if you're going to stand for things like truth, freedom, and justice, those three main virtues, if you're going to stand for that and represent that and fight that and fight against the forces that are trying to destroy that, you better get some, you better have the resilience and the fortitude, and you can only gain that by going through the fire. And that's what we're going through. So 
just wanted to give you a little coach's corner for before we begin because I know there's a lot of people that are freaking out. Um, there's actually a lot of good things happening. So don't, this is why I'm saying, don't just think of the hits you've taken. Think of the hits you've given. Don't just think of the losses you've had. Think of the wins you've had because you can control your mind. That's it. That's all you can do. You can't control the outcome. You can't control all the people that are stuck in mass formation psychosis. You can't control all the people that are brainwashed by the media and the government and all that stuff. You can't control them. You can't force them to change. That's why this is such a unique time and this is such a unique war and this is such a unique moment in history and it's glorious. Be grateful that you're here still fighting. There's a lot of people that didn't make it, guys. There's a lot of people that caved under the pressure. There's a lot of people that didn't have what it took. And it's, yeah, and they're victims of all of the stuff that's going on. But at the same time, we the victim mindset is a choice ultimately. And I want you to have the victor mindset. That's my goal. That's what my contribution is. That's what I think is unique about what I'm trying to offer here. So we're not hanging heads. We're counting victories. We're counting notches on our clubs. And if we take our licks and then we go back to the drawing board and we come back stronger and then we win again next time, it's just the way it goes. And that's how this is going to be. It's going to be up and then down and up and down and back. But it's not a full loss. It's just a step back. And sometimes you have to step back to see things in a better perspective so that you can have a better strategy moving forward. Does that sound fair? Everybody feeling just a little bit better, hopefully. And we're in this together. <laughs> You're not the only one in the world that's feeling stressed and anxious about all this stuff going on. You're not the only one in the world that has suffered during this experience. We've all had our wins and losses. We've all had our time and we're coming together from all over the world, look at the size of the resistance now compared to even a year ago, compared to two years ago, compared to five years ago, compared to 20 years ago. Look at the amount of people that are talking about things that we just used to talk about on these little hidden channels in the back room of the internet, the back smoky corridors of the internet. Where we're like, hey guys, I think uh, there's a new mafia in town and... Uh, they're really moving in on the seats of power and we better do something. Look, they're knocking buildings down and taking out people that are trying to help us. And they've got control of the media. They've got the Hollywood. They've got, they've got the Senate, the house, the parliament. They've got, man, these guys are creeping in from all angles. We better do something. We go tell people, Hey guys, there's something going on here. That isn't right. I think they're lying to us. I think that, our countries are getting infiltrated by people that don't have allegiances to our countries. We better do something. And then everybody calls, you're a conspiracy theorist. That's impossible. And by the way, that reaction is literally just them doing everything in their power to uh, not admit reality. <laughs> Please don't tell me the truth. The truth is too painful. So that's what it was before. Now, look at it. It's the top conspiracies that are now being proven true are trending on Twitter and trending all over. And uh, so it's good. So guys, let me jump back into my screen share before I keep ranting. I just wanted to help make you guys feel a little bit better this morning. Let's continue. Let's go through some things. Thank you, Gina. Uh, yeah, election wizard. There was some audible gasps from the MSNBC panel when they first saw the early returns from Miami-Dade County. 
Um, it was quite the drama. Just kind of going back in time. And then, yeah, okay. Seriously, guys. I, <laughs> either there's election fraud to a level that we haven't yet imagined, or there are a lot of very, very stupid people out there that keep voting for AOC. I don't know why, how this even happens. Um, but yeah, that's that's where we're at. So she got back in in New York. I mean, what do you expect? Right? What do you expect? But um, yeah, we got Rand Paul in again, and he's made a promise that I personally want to hold him to account for. He said the cover up will end after winning his third term. Senator Ron Paul vows to follow through with his promise to the American people, where he said, I will subpoena every last document of Dr. Fauci. I guess my only question is why now and why not before? Because if you had, I just got to say this, Rand, if you had subpoenaed every last document of Dr. Fauci, and I'll, uh, maybe we'll get to the possible reasons why that was not possible. We can maybe accept that. But if let's say you had more information, um, and I know there were people that did have a lot of information about it. How come it took so long? Because if you would have been able to get that information out to the public, could this have changed this entire election scenario? Like the other question I have is, we know that people like Trump and people, other people, the military, they have a lot of information about that Ghislaine Maxwell client list. They have a lot of information about what's on some of these laptops. They have a lot of information about what really happened in the 2020 election. They have a lot of, they have, this is what's known as the Trump card or whatever, right? But why haven't we seen it? Because is it a timing thing? Because if, if any of that information, could you imagine the, the way things could change immediately if they just showed us who the clients were for Epstein and Maxwell? Because a lot of those clients are the people that these guys are voting for because of the media and the mind control and the lack of intelligence that is quickly diminishing in the world, sadly. So, you know, I guess I'm just wondering, can we drop a few hammers maybe? Can we get some massive exposures or does this have to keep being the drip, drip, drip? You know, and maybe we just have to wait. Maybe it's a patience thing. Maybe it's a strategy thing. Maybe something's going on behind the scenes that we don't know about. I don't know. But I think that if I were able to make a decision here it'd be nice if we could if we could nail fauci with the actual facts and make it indisputable and bring him in front and and do exactly what Rand paul is promising we get that done that would wake up a lot of people it already has woken them up so thank you Rand, for what you've already done grilling him on the senate floor and and constantly pushing this and standing up for that but i feel like we could do better so we're holding you to it rand let's see it happen let's see it happen get it done uh, this was just the announcement from uh, Keenan, Keenan. I can't even say this guy's name. The real Keenan um, from the Rebel News where he's saying, it's official. Danielle Smith has been elected by the people of Medicine Hat and Rachel Notley was rejected. Massive, massive win. Massive win. Someone's saying massive. 52% is a failure. It's not a failure. She's new on the block. Come on, we're at war and there's a lot of cheating. So you got to, at least we got that. At least we got that one through the door. Okay. Count your blessings. Um, yeah. And I'm glad we got Rachel Notley out. Of, that would have been a nightmare. I don't know if you're following any Canadian politics. This woman would be a nightmare. Now, I wanted to show you this. Um, thanks to Nicola3. 
Ever heard of the ash experiment? We're just going to watch this little video. You've probably seen it. It was one of the clips I was originally going to put in Cult of the Medics, but there were just so many. I, I couldn't get into everything. But uh, this is really key to understanding why things are so wacky and just how well advanced the knowledge is of how to induce mass formation in the public or mass hysteria or mass compliance. They're very good at it. They've been studying it for a long time. And this experiment kind of tells you how it works. So let's check this out. Ash experiment is one of psychology's oldest and most popular pieces of research. A volunteer is told that he's taking part in a visual perception test. What he doesn't know is that the other participants are actors and he's the only person taking part in the real test, which is actually about group conformity. Please begin. The experiment you will be taking part in today involves the perception of line length. Your task will be simply to look at the line here on the left and indicate which of the three lines on the right is equal to it in length. So, for example... If the actors have been told to match the wrong lines. The volunteer will be monitored to see if he gives the correct answer or if he goes along with the opinion of the group and gives the wrong answer. In the first test, the correct answer is to... Uh, one. 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 Two. One. Once again, the correct answer is two. Three. 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 The ash experiment has been repeated many times, and the results have been uh, supported again and again. We will conform to the group. Again, we're very social creatures. We're very much aware of what the people around us think. Uh, we want to be liked. We don't want to be seen to rock the boat. So we will go along with the group. Even if we don't believe what people are saying, we'll still go along. One. 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 Group dynamics is one of the most powerful forces in human psychology. Uh, one. Wow, eh? That's uh, such a good clip. I still might put that somewhere in the Cult of the Medics. I mean, I'm going to be getting a little bit into the group dynamics in Chapter 9. I'm kind of working on some editing later today, actually. So the Ash Experiment is a really good place. Uh, we did the Stanford Prison Experiment. Actually, Chapter 4 was a chapter where we got into some lovely subjects like human sacrifice, the ancient art of, or the ancient uh, cult of human sacrifice, and also human experimentation. And some of the experiments we got into were... Uh, Stanford Prison, that's a good one as well as another example of mass conformity. Um, there were so many other experiments. Uh, think of all the experiments that the government did, the CIA, the, intel the cult of intelligence has done. Um, and if we know there are ties between the cult of intelligence and the media, so the media has all these tools at their disposal about what to do to create brands, to create cults, to create trends, to create mass conformity around ideas. And to use actually something that's a virtue of humanity, which is that we're social, which is that we um, we form families and communities and countries. And we we have this if we didn't have that social capacity, we would all be walking around as psychopaths. OK, so uh, there's a there's a there's a virtue there. But as I've said time and time again, these people know exactly 
how to weaponize your virtues against you. And this is an example of what I'm talking about. Those people in the, that gentleman in the ash experiment, that's me all the time. That's my permanent face where I'm like, it's, it's two. What are you talking about? It's one, like <laughs> two plus two equals four, right? Like I've got two apples over here and two apples over here. If I put them together, I got four. Like, what's the problem? Everybody's saying two plus two equals five. I don't get it. That's me. Uh, I'm sure it's you too. And so only the individual can actually think logically. Only the individual can think critically. The crowd cannot. It's literally the, the crowd brain, the hive brain can't think logically. So when they're advertising, we're going to create the hive brain in meta universe or whatever. We're going to create the globalist utopia, the one world for everybody. It's all going to be equal. Humans are just going to be all beige. We're just going to mix everybody together and there's going to be no gender, no race, no nothing. One cult, one leash, one whip, one cyborg race of automaton slaves. <laughs> that's, where, that's where these people want to go, guys. I'm, I'm convinced of it. So resist the matrix. Don't become part of the herd. That is the number one thing you can do to avoid being brought down with everybody else as the Titanic goes. Don't go along with the crowd. They are always wrong consistently because of what I just told you, because of the, what we've learned about human psychology in these experiments. These people know how to manipulate you, okay? So don't let them manipulate you. And that Ash experiment video, that's why. What's happening? It started over. That is why that right there clip explains why everybody's just going along and we're still here after what was it three years now? Trying to show people what a fraud this whole thing has been. And they're like, no, it's not. You're like, here's all the data. I don't want to see it. It's because they're stuck in that hive brain in the ash experiment. This is a great global ash experiment, is what's happening. Okay. Just wanted to show you that. And now that you know that, I feel I feel like it kind of takes the edge off. It's still kind of freaky because you're like, are we, what is the plan of the apes? What are we, what's happening here? Invasion of the body snatchers. Um, yeah, I got to watch that movie again. I think it's going to be very relevant. <laughs> um, oh, another movie I got to watch that Michael was telling me about. We just recorded another Unslaved episode. It was really good. You can get it all at unslaved.com. Uh, we were talking about a, an old film from 1961 called Underground USA. Have you ever heard of this film? I've never seen it, but I read the synopsis of it on uh, International Movie Database. Actually, did I still have it up? I want to watch this film because apparently there's a lot of stuff whistleblown in this film. Yeah, so I got to check that out. Underground USA, or Underworld, sorry, Underworld USA. Underworld USA. So I'll watch that later. You guys can check it out. And we'll see what's up with that. But a lot of these films have whistleblown all this stuff. Um, all right, so let's get back to the news here. So it's just people congratulating Danielle Smith. I think she's going to do some real good here. We did that. We did that. Let me come back. Is that all I shared? I thought I shared more. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I shared more. Okay. So I'm not a fan of Brian Lilly, but whatever. Once in a while, he posts some stuff. The Trudeau government sent a big delegation to the UN Climate Conference. It's being held at a luxury beach resort. 
area on Egypt's Sinai Peninsula. Interesting that they're in Egypt and they're in Sinai doing this UN climate conference. How big will the hotels be this time? Yeah, because we knew about all the hotel bills that Justin Trudeau racked up with Canadian tax dollars because he doesn't give a shit. Um, but yeah, I just find it very, very, this is the, this guy here, this is like a big problem for Canada because he is our, I guess he's like our climate czar and you're flying back and forth to all these meetings in Egypt and Davos. You're going to these big, expensive, fancy hotels that are all powered by oil and gas. And you are, uh, emitting more than Godzilla, according to your own, the science. Um, and so you're the biggest walking, talking contradictions that exist on this planet. All those Hollywood celebrities that are flying back and forth to Ukraine in their private jets and then going around trying to lecture us average folk who can't even leave our homes because we can't afford gas. Um, yeah, you guys can go fuck off. Bunch of charlatans. One law for thee and not for me. So here we go, CTV News. Let's just, here, I just want you to know, like the sentiment here about the media in Canada is not even close to what it was a couple years ago, right? These guys get destroyed on their threads these days, which is a good side. People are breaking out of the trance. The majority of Canadians support a return of face masks in indoor public spaces if deemed necessary. How do you, you did a poll, you did a poll, I want to know something. Does it show how many people? Uh, I think it's only like 1,500 people they've pulled. And they're, they're, <laughs> it's pretty easy to get a poll to work for you because I don't know a single person. I personally don't know anybody that wants to see masks returning. Uh, let's just go through some of these. I just said, nope. Yeah, this is great. Right here, James Melville. They told us to wear masks and socially distance, yet they held lavish parties. They told us to save the planet, yet they traveled by private jet and motorcade. They told us to play by their rules, but they played by their own set of rules. They are taking the piss. Masters and slaves. Which are you guys? You a master of your own life, or are you a slave? Really good job. LOL using nanos. Oh, check this out. Canadian bacon. <laughs> Hashtag Trudeau must go. Good. I'm following this person. Uh, LOL at CTV News using nanos, a private firm that by coincidence has all the same government approved narratives listed on their website. The exclusive pollster for CTV News that takes polls never reports on them. And if they do, it's a lie. See below, see below for a tiny example. Do you support the truckers convoy coming to Ottawa? 77% had said yes. This was back in January of 2022. What should the federal government do with the Arrive Can app? Scrap it. 93%. 8,000 people. This is the poll, their Twitter poll, right? So they come out with their little nano polls and then they do their own Twitter poll and the Twitter poll just absolutely de demos the, the poll that they post, but they still report it as though, well, we did the poll and it looks like all the Canadians want to be slaves. So we're going with slavery. Yeah. Here, Ryan Garrison, a thousand people do not represent the sentiments of an entire nation. 
Nanos is a government-funded propaganda used by our government-funded media. Polls like this are unreliable nonsense. Let's give that a like. If the majority of Canadians supported a return to masks, they'd be wearing them right now. And guys, even though I am seeing more masks than I was seeing previously, it's still the vast majority of people that aren't wearing these things, okay? They have learned the lesson that wearing a moist cloth over your breathing holes that is infested by bacteria uh, and that blocks your ability to have the full oxygen that you are designed to take in, uh, wearing that for every day, all day, for years on end is not good for you and doesn't do anything. It actually spreads disease, okay? You're walking around with a disease-covered blanket over your breathing holes and you're waterboarding yourself. Stop it for crying out loud. Okay, so here we go. Balaclava. Let's see where we're at. He's trying to do his own poll. 1,083 people were surveyed in that Nanos poll. Let's see if we can match that here. So, so far, he's got... Yeah, we've already we've already gone over it. We've already because early I just did this before I did the show, and it was at like eight hundred votes. It's now at sixteen hundred and seventy six votes. There's still four days left. So if you're on Twitter, go follow Balaclava. I have retweeted it. You can just follow it, find it on my chan, and make sure you go. No, we're already at ninety six point three. Say no mask mandates. So we've already dwarfed their poll. So we've just debunked the media. Well done, guys. I don't think we have to dwell on it here, but. The vast majority of comments are anti-CTV news polls, okay? So you guys just got smashed there. Sorry, COVIDians, didn't work out well. Uh, Eva, and Eva, I apologize. Every time I say your name, I butcher it. I keep saying Eva, I'm sorry. I don't know why my brain is programmed to say that. It is Eva, Eva Chipiak. She, I had her on my show talking about the convoy. She's one of the lawyers on the ground over there at the inquiry. She's like, this is so incredibly strange to me. Anyone else? Because Sean Penn loans his Oscar for best actor to Zelensky until Ukraine wins the war. <laughs> How ironic. How ironic. Oh, come on. Get out of the way. Okay, where are we going at here? This next one. Okay. All right. There was a ruling that just happened, and Canadians are getting educated on one of two things. One, that our Charter of Rights, or let's put it like this, that our courts are captured, and they are now no longer respecting the true Charter of Rights and what it represents, or the International Human Rights Codes, or really any kind of human rights and bodily autonomy, right? And so either that it's all rigged and the courts are just infiltrated by puppets and they're not enforcing what they should be enforcing, or there isn't enough teeth in the charter to actually uphold that law. And so that's why we're getting decisions like this. So either way, we're in a situation where Canada is learning really quickly that um, our trust is being betrayed, that we had an impression about our constitution that is incorrect, it needs to be adjusted moving forward, or that we have people who are literally violating those laws, trying to reinterpret them to the public so that it makes it look like those laws don't protect us when they actually do. In either case, 
we're kind of getting a crash course right now because there was a, uh, I think this is the article. Let's just make sure. Yeah. Alberta's Court of Appeal dismisses case against COVID-19 vaccine requirement for organ transplant. Alberta Health Services COVID-19 vaccination requirements for organ transplant patients do not impede the Charter of Rights and Freedoms Alberta's Court of Appeal has ruled. So the Alberta's Court of Appeal. So thank God we got Danielle Smith in there. Danielle, we got our work cut out for us. We need to find out who these people are in the Court of Appeals and what's going on with this because this is this is ridiculous. According to a decision published on Tuesday, appealant Annette Lewis suffers from a progressive and debilitating condition that requires an organ transplant. She has not been able to get an organ transplant to date because she refuses to be, quote, vaccinated against COVID-19 prior to the procedure. So she's got a progressive and debilitating condition that requires an organ transplant. She doesn't want to take the death jab because she's a smart girl and she knows that I'll bet if she takes this thing, uh, an organ transplant alone is not going to save her. <laughs> okay. So she, but she can't get the, the life-saving organ transplant because she won't get jabbed. That's the basic. And this court ruled against her appeal. So that's what we're talking about. Okay. So this is just a little bit that uh, Buffy here says, but three court of appeal judges dismissed Lewis appeal saying the COVID-19 vaccination requirement did not infringe on her charter rights, nor did the charter apply to COVID-19 vaccination policies. So they're trying to get a, a, a precedent legally so that people that are fighting fines, they're fighting these mandates that yes they still exist even though they've officially dropped it there are still provincial mandates in british columbia there are still mandates for certain procedures you can't even get into a lot of the hospital like i can't go to any hospital in british columbia without being vaccinated still so if i get injured if i something happens and i go into the hospital they're going to jab me or they're going to kick me out and they're willing to let people die and not get life-saving organ transplants until they get jabbed. That's where we're at in Canada and in Alberta, even though we just won that election there. So there's a lot of work to be done. This is insane. I don't, whether the charter has the teeth that it needs or not, this is wrong. Okay. They try to get you stuck in the legalese. This is just wrong. You can't force people to take it. Look at the data. Why can't we just see the truth here? What is, how much more data needs to come out? That these, these shots don't work. We know that. It's factually proven. The, the manufacturers are admitting it. The science, the real science that's being done is showing that these things don't stop any transmission. So what's the problem? Why can't this person go get an operation? That, that if, if the thing doesn't stop any transmission, it doesn't work, basically. Because, I mean, come on, the CDC director, how many times has she had it? Okay? If they don't work, that means it's an individual choice again because me taking it doesn't impact you at all. That That's debunked. Also, asymptomatic spread doesn't exist. Debunked scientifically. It's over. Debate over. So that, right away, all of the policies and procedures they brought in for this thing are nonsense and all the laws and mandates, there is no justification for it. So the fact that they're still ruling this kind of nonsense in the courts, 
Who are these people and whom do they serve? Whew. Still got a lot of work ahead of us, guys, but we're still in the fight and we're never, ever, ever going to give up. Are you with me? No hanging heads. Get those gloves on. Back into the gym. <laughs> Are we being punked? Are we watching a movie? What the hell is happening here? Ari Goldkind, in completely unrelated news, Justin Trudeau did not have time to attend the recent funerals of slain in the line of duty police officers Jeffrey Northrup, Devin Northrup, Morgan Russell, and Andrew Hong. He didn't have time to attend those funerals, but he has time to go on the great Canadian drag race. I think it's the only place where they still cheer for him. Okay, it's the only place where they're going to be like, yeah, it's Justin Trudeau. Oh, my God. That's the only place you're going to get that. Everywhere else, it's get out of here, communist scum. <laughs> Go live in your favorite country, China. Leave us alone. Nuremberg, too. <laughs> like the, the People are pissed. Every I think it's like 80% of the country at least is done with this guy. Okay. So Great Canadian Drag Race is the only place that he can still smile and laugh like this. Well, I guess he could go to the Copa Summit in in Egypt and hang out with all of his Klaus Schwab buddies, but that's insanity, man. What the hell? What the hell? This is a joke. This is a joke. There's just a point kind of on the American election. Sean Davis is saying, not going to lie, it seems pretty freaking weird given the massive drop in Biden's popularity and approval relative to 2020 that we seem to be having the exact same election results today as we did in 2020. This is the question of the hour, my beautiful American friends, is are we going to go out and start screaming, why are people so stupid voting for Fetterman and voting for all these people? How the hell could they vote AOC in again? What's going on? Are these people that stupid? There's definitely a lot of people that's stupid, but there's also a problem with election fraud. And these people studied all of the things that you did uh, during all of the inquiries into 2020 to try to find other ways of getting around those hurdles that you were putting in front of them. Okay. They adapt and conquer just like you do. This is war. So, we still have a lot to look into here. Let's see how it all shakes down. Toby Young, Pfizer's chief financial officer, has described the COVID pandemic as a, quote, multi-billion dollar franchise. Okay, so this is just the kind of stuff you show your normie friends that are still saying, I got to go vaccinate my three-year-old. Oh, really? Are you aware that they see it as a multi-billion dollar franchise and expects profit to continue as the firm is set to stick 10,000% markup on its vaccine? You got to appeal because you got to remember these people that are going along with this are very socialist minded people. Okay. So speak to their inner, speak to their inner Soshi. Soshis hate people that profit. Okay. They hate it. Because anything that's better than what they have is evil. That's how they look at things, right? So you got to say, let's use that against them. Seriously, just start bringing the money question in for these people. Let's go, well, whether it's safe and effective or not, uh, how do you feel about this multinational corporation that is going to profit trillions of dollars off of this new subscription model system of vaccination that you are playing a part in? Do you think they deserve it? Are they giving you a cut? Like start a PR. It's the only strategy I've got left here. 
appeal to the inner Soshi in these people. All right, Peter Sweden, bringing up a few good points here. Birth rates have mysteriously collapsed all over the world. Excess mortality has skyrocketed and is now higher than during the pandemic years. How do you equate that? Scotland saw a shocking 123% spike in newborn deaths in September of last year. This is not normal. These are the kind of little talking points that you go into, okay? So the fact that the Court of Appeals in Alberta is still mandating that someone can't get an organ, organ transplant without participating in this medical experiment that is really going very wrong. This is incriminating on all levels. So just keep documenting everything, marching on. Here we got some uh, veterans in Brazil showing up. They got the truckers out there. They got the veterans. I think everybody in Brazil is in the streets right now. I don't know what the latest updates, but I think this was from yesterday. Here's just a video of the veterans. Brazil, keep fighting. You also had election. Now here, okay, speaking of Brazil, let me just speculate wildly here for you. Interesting timing, wouldn't you say? Interesting timing. I'm hearing that they're doing a military audit and that it's basically open and shut that this thing was a fraud over there. Everybody knows that that's why they're in the streets. Is that setting up a possible precedent for other countries to follow a similar path of getting their military involved and having this done properly? Because I have a feeling that no matter how many times, I think in the US, for example, and this would be the same anywhere because we know they have the same shenanigans going on in all Western countries because this is a plan to destroy Western civilization and turn it into uh, farmland for China um, or whatever they're going to do. So uh, they would the only if we keep doing these legitimate elections, quote unquote where you still have like CNN still gets to have a say and all this stuff. And there's still all these unfixed problems. And, you know, it's almost like we have to keep learning the lesson until we finally get to the right move on the chessboard, which would be what I think what Brazil is doing, what Myanmar did, what some of these other places are doing to actually do a forensic, a real forensic audit. Um, like in America, didn't they have like space force and stuff? Like, don't they have other intelligence? Don't they have, surveillance of all this stuff so the truth is known somewhere the question is what is the best way to have it resolved properly so i'm really curious this is why i'm really watching brazil very closely because it could be an example for the world and they've also donned the flag capes and are driving trucks and so i am 
very proud that Canada sort of inspired a lot of these different things. They, br they brought the Canadian flags to the Netherlands protests. We're seeing them in Brazil. We're seeing them take it. So, you know, the people who are proud of their country that don't want tyranny, that know what's going on with these globalists uh, and this corruption, and they don't want to go along with it, they're fighting back. And it's good to see. So let's let's keep our eyes on Brazil. Keep praying for Brazil. Yeah, here we go. Theo Fleury, one of the best can Canadian hockey pl hockey players to ever live. Thank God he's on our side. He's saying, let's build a Moderna vaccine plant in Canada. The law in Canada is a disgrace. Time to make some arrests. Crimes against children. So here we go. Because they just built... And Trudeau went and put on some fake steel-toed boots and pretended that he dug the whole thing himself, that they just built a Moderna plant. Was it in Quebec, I think? Is it Montreal that they built it? So Moderna will now be direct manufacturing just right out of Canada. Um, and just wanted to get this post up there. Another six-year-old boy in Saskatoon died and was found dead in his bed this morning. Another child with a sudden death syndrome. Do you ever ask yourself why people are dropping dead everywhere? Or are you on the hmm train? Imagine the pain his parents are in. I hope you're not next. When? When do you all get it? Will it be your child dead that wakes you up? A little too late at that point. I mean, go ahead and just keep ignoring and denying it. Blissful ignorance. Sadly, a lot of people, because of the fact that they're in a global ash experiment, mind control program, are going to have to go the way of the dodo bird in order for this to be known. The truth comes with a lot of pain when you resist it. These people are resisting it. It never works out well. Nature always wins. It's a sad story. So all we can do is continue to try to warn people, continue to try to get the truth out. That's all we can do. That is what we have control over. And as Marcus Aurelius had pointed out earlier, uh, when he joined the show very quickly for an update, <laughs> is that you have control over your mind. You don't have control over everybody else's mind. Knowing this gives you strength. So just start there. You can influence, but just know what our limitations are, okay? And then Matt Walsh has a comment here about the election. He's saying, New York and Michigan both voted for feckless tyrants who locked them up during COVID, but refused to lock up actual criminals. They voted for tyranny. So let them have what they want. Good riddance. This is how people are feeling. They're like, you going to keep voting for tyrants? Enjoy. But again, we do have to do some investigation to make sure that it wasn't due to shenanigans, okay? What if there was really a red wave? What if it really did happen? And we just don't yet know it because of the same reason we don't know about 2020 and all these other elections all over the world. What if we actually won in Canada against Trudeau, guys, but they did some shenanigans and they got him a minority government and they made it a minority government so that it would go under the radar and go, oh, he squeezed in. But what if he got absolutely demoed in the last election in Canada? And um, yes, there were definitely failures on the conservative side and all the sides that were opposing him. But I'm just curious how many of these elections are rigged. You know what I'm saying? Or rigged enough, rigged just enough to squeeze these guys past the goal line. But here, Ron DeSantis will cheer you up a little bit. Um, it seems like almost all the Canadians I know who are sick of all this shit are moving to Florida. This is why. We fight the woke in the legislature. We fight the woke. 
woke in the schools. We fight the woke in the corporations. We will never, ever surrender to the woke mob. Florida is where woke goes to die. Whoa, mic drop. Mic drop. Florida's where the woke go to die. Oh, man. We're going to get there inch by inch, inch by inch. We're going to get there. I found this interesting. Zuckerberg. <laughs> Sorry, the picture distracted me. What is this guy? <laughs> oh, my God. He's like, what's that TV show with those kids? Those weird, those creepy. What are they called? Those are the kids. Oh, what the hell? It, this is what popped into my head. I can't remember the name of those creatures are. And that kid, he looks like one of these kids. <laughs> Sorry, let me read the headline. Justin Zuckerberg cuts 11,000 jobs at Facebook owner Meta. He's cutting the jobs. What's going on? What's going on behind the scenes? We had Elon just cut like what? Like 70,000 people's jobs. I don't know about how much it was. Um, all right. Well, we're kind of getting somewhere, I think. I don't know, but COVID sense is saying, am I falling? Hold on. Yeah. COVID sense is saying parents of young children are losing faith in public health. Less than 1% of children, zero to four years, have completed their primary series. And a minority of tweens, three to 5%, and teens, six to 5%, are getting boosted. Those are very low numbers. And it, we know they're low because Dr. Tam is complaining about it. Um, who's that cyborg? with no signbirds in DC. He's he's complaining about it. All of them are complaining about it. Got to get those numbers up. Those are rookie numbers. That's how they're getting that's what they're getting told behind the scenes. But here you go. Here's the graph. Numbers are down. People aren't trusting it and a lot of adults are not also not getting the boosters. I'm curious what the spread is. I wish we could just know how many people got one, how many people got two, how many people got three, how many people got where are we at? 10, 18, 87? I don't know. Um, what are the actual numbers? Because being unvaccinated now, that goalpost keeps moving. If you don't have three jabs, you're not fully vaccinated and you're a member of the small fringe minority of unacceptable views. So that number is growing, but it ain't so small. It ain't so fringe. Okay. Real quick, this is literally just a few seconds, like 10 seconds. We had the mayor of Coots. Remember Coots, Alberta? Is where we blocked uh, some of the border and um, it was part of the trucker convoy. We had the mayor of Coots come out and uh, just drop this. Talked about the guns or the arrest and the guns. Guns are all fake. Guns are all fake. Guns are all fake. Guns are all fake. Talked about the guns. The guns are all fake. So, because they had tried to make the case that uh, there were guns brought in to coots for the violent uprising that never happened um and that was one of the stories planted by the media and he's coming out he's the mayor of coots and he's basically saying that those were fake so that's interesting isn't it a lot of good stuff coming out of the inquiry learning about how these people work There's Jack Basobic talking about the election I'll go get some more updates from him in a second Dems learned to harvest Dems learned to mass harvest vote by mail in every Rust Belt state. Hey, that's uh, confirming what we were being told on Foxhole there. 
uh, and highly effective youth vote ops, and they are never going to turn it off. Either the GOP admits this and puts big money behind it, or ha we have more uneven elections like this. So yeah, he's a, he's uh, identifying the vote by mail system as a problem. This is just an example that is, we've had many other videos like this. This is just the way the media works because we know who employs them and pays their bills. Um, they don't want you listening to anybody but them because they are the media for the cult, right? And this is an example of that playing out right here during the election yesterday. Check it out. And that's the wonder of democracy, whether you're a Democrat or Republican. And I wanted to point that out to be a little bit of the crank in the room following Brianna there. Stay off social media, people, if you're trying to figure out, if you're trying to figure out, are there really issues with votings? Trust your local officials. Trust us here. Trust a news source that you know and trust, to be honest about this. They're doing their jobs and they're doing it right. So what was Brianna just talking about? Uh, she was talking about Cobb County, Georgia. Stay off social media. Trust us. Trust the official sources. Don't think for yourself. Don't do independent inquiries. That's all just for conspiracy theorists. Come and join the elite and we will tell you all the things that you need to know. Okay. Get out of town, CNN. You guys should be out of business. You should all be hauled before the Hague for what you've done. <laughs> this is, I've read this before, but it's very, very relevant. Sultanitsyn. This is where we're at. This is where I'm at. This is where everybody's at. Everybody listening right now, if you're still listening, this is probably what you're feeling. And Solzhenitsyn, who, you know, survived the gulags of Soviet Union, says, we know they are lying. They know they are lying. We know that they know they are lying. And they know that we know that they know they are lying. And yet they continue to lie. That is life under tyranny, my friends. That's when you know you're living under tyranny because truth and tyranny don't work out very well together. They're not buddies, okay? They are mortal enemies. So when they start lying to you, that means we are heading towards tyranny. It's a very easy equation to understand, okay? Two plus two equals four. We know they're lying. They know we know. And this is where it's at. Everybody's just performing right now. Trudeau knows that we're onto him. The globalists know that we're onto them. The Democrats in America know that we know they cheat. The liberals in Canada know that we know that they cheat and they manipulate and they lie and they twist facts. The conservatives know that we know they're all spineless cowards. Uh, everybody's kind of knows what's going on. All the, the cult of the medics know that they've been exposed. Pfizer knows that they failed. Everybody knows that this is a lie. Everybody knows that there are some very important people on the Maxwell client list. Everybody knows that the media is full of shit, okay? Yet, they continue to lie. We keep playing these, this game of charades. We have to play this part out. It's the painful process of winning back our freedom. So that is, I guess, what I had. Let me do some updates. Let me just quickly scan. Let me just refresh here, see if there's any great updates here. Oh, this guy. Why does this guy keep showing up in my feed? Genevieve Duclos. Uh, yeah, we don't care what this guy thinks. Um, no red wave as predicted. Yeah, well, elections are rigged. What do you think? 
It's either elections are rigged or everybody's still brainwashed or a bit of both, okay? Matt Walsh is saying, there was no red wave, but neither was this any sort of resounding victory for Democrats. We're left with an electorate divided, confused, and uninspired. Neither party has a coherent message or competent leadership. That is a good, that is true. That is true. Yeah. Okay. Um, let me just quickly swing into my telegram here. I don't know if I had any good stuff on here for you. I thought it was cool that as I was scrolling yesterday, we had the announcement of Ron DeSantis and uh, Daniel Smith in the same bracket of my feed. It was pretty cool. This is where it looks like it was at. I'm curious to see what the final results are going to be regarding the Senate and the House, you know, where that, where that lies. <laughs> I just thought this was a funny tweet. According to Justin Trudeau and Stephen, I can't say your last name. If you see a plastic straw in Saskatchewan, it will be swallowed by a whale in the Pacific Ocean. But your disposable masks all go to heaven. <laughs> that was a good way, friend, to put it. The massive contradiction of that, eh? <laughs> yeah. Let me just see. I was just kind of going through the updates yesterday. Hey, we got rid of Beto O'Rourke. I mean, you got to feel good about that, right? We got rid of the beta male. That's a good thing, right? Oh, that's the drag thing. Can't stomach it. We're not going to watch it. There, there were issues, eh? Polls are closing intermittent, immediate, or is it? Oh, yeah. Polls are closing imminently in Florida. We will have the results in an hour and a half. In Pennsylvania, a week and a half. Seriously, Dem, screw you. So there is these issues where like, why are some states able to get their shit together on election day and others aren't? And it happens to be the states that are swing states that they need in order to win. They're the ones that have pipeline bursts, power outages, the, the machines don't work, people's ballots are, aren't getting counted. There's people reporting that their ballots were getting spit out when they went to the election box. Uh, so there, we're already seeing signs that there was a bunch of shenanigans going on. See like this from Julia. She's saying, Pennsylvania, I just took my parents to vote and my mom had to spoil eight ballots. My dad won. The voting machines rejected ballots from dozens of people while I was there. A lot of people were saying that everybody they were talking to in the lineups were all voting red. And now we've got this weird split vote. Like it's, it's just, it's interesting. Yeah, Will Hurd is pointing it out. Countries that post their election results within minutes of the polls closing. China, Russia, North Korea, Iran, the U.S. before 2020. What's going on, guys? I think the rig is in. Like this guy. Like <laughs> Did they dig up a Neanderthal and be like, hey, you'll do. Just get in there and help us keep the agenda going, buddy. Is he going to wear a hoodie to his acceptance speech i thought this was good just on the election james klug he does some good in your face media reporting this is him pointing out to a lot of democrats that uh they're a walking contradiction we see republicans as being election deniers um do we also see democrats as being election deniers no not so much we're much more into into democracy so you believe that Repo republicans are denying elections 
Yes. Do you also believe that Democrats are denying elections? No, not really. I do not believe they both sides are. I have over 150 examples of Democrats denying election results. Would you like to look at that or no? No. I've never heard, no, no, no. I've never heard this being, no, no, because I'm not done. I've never heard this being a problem. So I have 150 plus examples of Democrats denying election results right here. Would you like to look at some of them? No. We, we have ex-president Jimmy Carter that denied the 2016 election saying that it was, you know, basically... I don't the, recall that, I'm sorry. Would you like to see... I have a video of that, oh, if sure. you'd like to see uh, it. If you want to listen to it, the... Uh, no, not right now, but... You don't want to... Trump didn't actually win the election in 2016. He lost the election, and he was put into office because the Russians interfered. The Russians helped Trump win. It was uh, not a legitimate election. Um, so that's what Jimmy Carter said. That's just one Democrat. Sure. Is that a election denier? That would be an election denier. Your examples of the Democrats doesn't ring a bell to me. Tens of millions of dollars investigating Trump-Russia collusion, that doesn't ring a bell? Um, the reason why I'm talking about this, uh, our current White House press secretary said that the uh, 2018 election was stolen from Stacey Abrams. She was doing the gubernatorial race in Georgia. Is that an election denier or no? I don't, I'm not sure. I don't know. It's a tweet from Corrine Jean-Pierre, that's the current White House press secretary. This says, stolen emails, stolen drones, stolen election, welcome to the world of uh, President Trump. Um, unprecedented Trump. Um, that was uh, her denying the 2016 election. And then for 2018, we have a, her, a tweet from her. Reminder, Brian Kemp stole the gubernatorial election from Georgians and Stacey Abrams. Does that look like an election denier? Yes. What about uh, Joe Biden saying that the 2016 election wasn't legitimate? Is that election denying or no? What is? We see. It's like take all the time you need, guys. It's so funny, eh? You just—it's—it's it's just people have their own biases, right? It's just the way it is. Yeah. So here's the message. If you still think the World Economic Forum and the globalists didn't figure out how to rig all the elections well before embarking on their global takeover, which would fail instantly if they could not systematically install their puppets in all the right places, I really don't know what to tell you. Obviously, guys, obviously. Um, this is being played everywhere, so I won't go through it, but she's just going through the fact that the voting machines are not working properly. They don't count the ballots. You give it... You give it into the machine and it won't take it. It says misread ballot. So they were, there was a lot of these issues. I can't remember. Oh, Scottsdale. Yeah, so Arizona. Arizona seems to be like an absolute shit show. So curious to see how that's going to go. <laughs> There's some electric cars buried under mountains of snow in Saskatchewan yesterday. How are you going to start your electric cars? Uh, yeah, that, that whole thing. I wonder if Justin Trudeau is going to have an electric car. There you go. We're building a tyranny where everyone will be our slaves with no rights, property, or privacy. Seems that most of you are okay with that, so thanks. Sincerely, the Trilateral Commission, the Jesuits, the City of London, the Knights of Malta, the Council on Foreign Relations, the World Economic Forum, the Chatham House, Royal Institute of International Affairs. Thank you so much, guys, for giving us your allegiances. Well, 
Oh, 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 yeah. Let me get to this story. Okay. This, I got to, because I did a show where we were talking about Aaron Carter and we were all thinking that he had vaccine injury. Uh, it could be something a little bit different after hearing this video. Here he is. Carter, I want to verify that this is actually my GoFundMe page. Um, there's been a lot of misdirection that I've had to do in order to protect myself um, from being the silence breaker for um, my brother who is a rapist. And um, now they're after my life. My whole family is after my life. And uh, they're setting me up. And Sony Records owes me $3.5 million. And they don't want to pay me and it would be in their better interest just like michael told me um and brad paisley who sued sony records for 10 million dollars um they owe me money and they're trying to kill me off and uh, i'm begging mm. you and i'm pleading you help me raise a hundred thousand dollars as soon as i can so i can move to an undisclosed location where i am safe my realtor won't sell my house they're all involved in this and they're trying to keep me there they had somebody, they had cops come and check for a rope in my garage saying I wanted to hang myself. So please trust what I'm saying and please don't. Remember some of the warnings we got from Isaac Cappy? I should do some, I should dig up some of the old videos of what he was telling us. But here's Randy Quaid on what he calls a network of Star Whackers. Star Whackers Incorporated. My wife, Evie, and I have been the victims of criminal activities perpetrated by a small network of individuals who are out to destroy us personally, professionally, and financially. This network of individuals is manipulating the banking system and the criminal justice system for the purposes of sabotaging our credit and our credibility. Up until a year ago, Evie and I had never had any run-in with the law whatsoever. We are not criminals, nor are we fugitives from justice, nor are we crazy. We are simply artists and filmmakers who are being racketeered on. We believe there are to be a malignant tumor of star whackers in Hollywood. How many people do you know personally who have died suddenly and mysteriously in the past five years? I have personally known eight actors, all of whom and was close to Heath Ledger, Chris Penn, David Carradine, among them. I believe these actors were whacked, and I believe that many others, such as Britney Spears, Lindsay Lohan, and Mel Gibson, are being played to get at their money. In the meantime, many of celebrities' image and marketability is being co-opted co and destroyed. Google helps out by keeping the negative stories near the top of a celebrity's web page because it's the negativity that brings in the advertising revenue. That's right. Anything for a buck. That's the whore media. Uh, so yeah, if we have a network of star whackers, this may explain a few things. So there might be another angle to that Aaron Carter story. Uh, what's really going on in the underbelly of Hollywood? This was interesting. Um, someone had post, posted this. I'm not even sure what's... Oh, this is Epoch Times. Vaccine, Pfizer vaccine impairs sperm count. The conspiracy theorists were right. A new peer-reviewed study published in the journal 
And Drology on June 17th vindicates another dark suspicion about COVID-19 vaccines. They harm male fertility. Specifically, researchers find declining sperm counts for up to five months after the second dose of Pfizer's mRNA COVID-19 jab. Previously, any legitimate questions about COVID-19 vaccination affecting fertility were dismissed using the perverse rhetoric of there's no evidence. It's dependent upon the advocates of a universally described medical medical product to prove it's safe, not the other way around. Yeah, exactly. You guys are the ones introducing something brand new into the into the world. Stop pretending it like we're crazy for questioning these people and these organizations like Pfizer, which have paid out billions and billions of dollars in criminal fines over and over again. Okay, so. Then there was a published study that seemingly disproved any male fertility concerns. We now have evidence that should reassure you that the risk of immunization compromising your sperm count, it doesn't exist. But now we have the evidence that it does. And how would they know, guys? They don't have any long term. So men who didn't get vaccinated, hold on to that sperm. It might be worth more than Bitcoin soon enough. Now, this was an interesting video. I didn't expect this to come out of Global News. This is a local Global News outlet, Global News Vancouver, I think, or no, Global News British Columbia. It's This is another conspiracy theory that we all got censored for talking about over the past few years that they're now just talking about openly in the media, and I wonder why. Here it is. Turning now to a global news investigation, sources say Prime Minister Justin Trudeau was warned by Canadian intelligence that China is allegedly targeting Canada with a sweeping campaign of foreign interference, including trying to influence a recent election. Global Sam Cooper is joining us now with more. Sam, there is a lot to unpack here, but let's start off at the beginning and when this information first came to light. Uh, This information first came to light uh, as I investigated uh, allegations of China's vast interference into Canada's society at all levels, uh, according to the source information I gathered. The information, uh, sources say, was briefed up to senior Canadian officials, including Prime Minister Trudeau, this year, 2022, starting in January, and uh, the source information from uh, briefs and uh, we, uh, we're told of memos is that, uh, yes, China has been allegedly covertly funding a clandestine network of uh, Chinese Communist Party affiliated candidates in the 2019 Canadian federal election. It's alleged that the The Chinese consulate in the city of Toronto has directed or did direct a large clandestine transfer of funds into this network uh, to covertly advance the People's Republic of China's interests in the election. And uh, I should say very clearly, this is the the election allegations are shocking, but the uh, intelligence information I've gathered say that this campaign ranges uh, into uh, Chinese intelligence infiltration, harassment, attacks on uh, Chinese-Canadian diaspora communities, uh, coerced repatriations in what's known as the covert fox hunt uh, operations run by Beijing in many uh, countries, but uh, we're finding out more about Canada. Shocking. We don't have to go through the whole thing. I just, I'm just thinking, like, I definitely have trust issues with the media here. And there's definitely a... You know, at least in the the past, I I think the situation may be changing in China. Um, 
I think there's definitely a China connection to all of this. And by China, I'm talking about the CCP party specifically. But why now with the media? This is why I'm a little bit confused about this. I'm a little bit befuddled about it. Uh, why now would they be talking about this? Unless this is an older clip. I don't know. I think this is a recent clip. And we heard about what's going on in China with, uh, I think they're going to go into Taiwan or something. There's all kinds of stuff going on. And whether there was an element of China, because I think kind of like Ukraine, China and the CCP party, they were, they were all propped up by these globalists. They're not just acting independently. The operatives, the people on the ground in that party have their own communist agenda and they want China to be the new empire of the world. You know, we've seen all those statements. Um, but there's also been a lot of arrests happening in China by some of these top officials, which is really interesting. So you're kind of wondering, is that, are they working on routing out corruption over there? I should almost get somebody from the ground to talk about it more, but either way, we can't just blame all the stuff on China because China's just a, whatever happened with China, whatever happened with Wuhan. Cause I think, it, I think when it comes to these biological weapons systems that there's what we're learning about Ukraine, you know, Russian Federation is presenting to the UN again and again, all this evidence of DOD funded bio labs in Ukraine where we originally thought it came out of China. But of course, if we know that Fauci and some of those guys were working with the Wuhan Institute of Virology and probably, and what was going on in Ukraine and probably elsewhere, they have these bio labs all over the world, right? So who's running that? Who's working China? Who's running that? Who built it? Well, it was the globalists that we all know. So has the media been told, start, start blaming everything on China now? Because we originally started out with thinking this is what's going on. So they're like, everybody's going to go with that. But the truth is maybe things have changed in China since. And... Maybe they're trying to deflect from the real ultimate perpetrators here of the people that ran those bio labs. And we're getting into the deep state in America and Britain and Canada and everywhere else, right? We're talking about this globalist takeover and they want to deflect from that conversation. So they're just going like, and I think China plays a part in it, but there's rungs of this hierarchy, right? And they're down here. So they're like, go after Fauci. We'll nail him to the wall. Go after the CCP party. Go after these people, and the real perps are going to avoid the spotlight. Maybe, maybe. But it is, I mean, in a, in a positive sense, it is good to see that we can now talk about, I mean, they're talking about clandestine infiltration into all areas of government in Canada. I think that's legit. Is it all just China doing it, though? Or was our whole country infiltrated by these globalists, and it would include some elements from China, some elements from other places, because this is a big coordinated effort? I'll throw it out there. I just thought it's interesting that we're getting this out of a, out of global news. So I'm suspicious. Some weird things going on. Yeah. Uh, just making sure there wasn't anything. Oh, oh, well, Evelyn Rothschild passed away. 91. Got rid of one of the other big players here. So that's Rockefeller, Rothschild. They're all dying off. And I think the younger prodigies taking over the helm of this control system are not as competent 
they're a little bit wild. So there might be some silver lining to that. Yeah. Okay. Well, guys, that's all the news that I personally had to share. I'm going to be following all of these things. If you want to keep up to date, you can follow me on my Telegram. I'm also on Truth Social and I'm on Twitter. Those are going to be my three main social medias moving forward. Um, I may be backing off a little bit over the next bit because I really got to dive in and focus on chapter nine. I'm going to be working on that over the next coming uh, bit. Um, but yeah, follow me over there. And uh, let me just show you a couple updates here. Yeah, let me just start wrapping it up. I'll go through a couple comments and then I'll do my wrap. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people think Fauci could just be a fall guy. I mean, he's definitely guilty, but it's like a mafia, right? You you get the you get the low-level stooges to take the rap and then the big mafia bosses get to fade away into the shadows. So we want, like, let's not make any mistake about it. Fauci isn't just a patsy or anything like that. He, he could be, he's definitely got blood on his hands, but you can't let them just get away with pinning it on a few little players and then back to business as normal. That's what these people are good at, right? So we want to get the real perps and we're not going to rest till that happens and it's going to be legal. And uh, just got to always say that because we got to do this the right way. Thank you so much, Life of Brian, who gifted the phone. Great name, by the way, Life of Brian. What a hilarious uh, Monty Python skit. The Randy Quaid video was more than five years ago. Yeah, it's an older video, but I just brought it in relevance to the Aaron Carter thing. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right, guys. Well, let me just wrap with this. Show you a couple things going on on my site. Tell you about a few things I got going on and coming up. Uh, DWTruthWarrior.com is the main hub. You can get access to everything from there, where all my channels are, all my social media. Um, been working hard on Truth Warrior Premium. Here's what we got coming up. Uh, I've got the Bible Decoded series up uh, and ready to go. It's got three parts, actually four parts, because there's an introduction. Children of Light is part one, Kingdom of Heaven part two, Kingdom of Hell part three. It's really uh, hitting some good responses right now. So if you want to check that out, uh, you can go sign up. That's my premium content. And we got a lot coming your way. So yeah, you can either do just a straight up Truth Warrior premium option, uh, or you can jump on Rockfin. It's a little bit more but Rockfin Premium will also give you access to all of the other premium content creators over there. So that might be a little bit better for you. I also have a better ability for organization on the Rockfin platform than I do on my other ones. So I feel like it's a little bit better, but it's up to you. Here's what I got coming up this month. We're doing the dark side of Tibetan Buddhism. We're going to be exposing some lies that are going on there uh, with the whole new age crowd and the way people generally perceive Eastern religions as being some kind of sacred cow, whereas, you know, so corruption happens everywhere. So we're going to get into some of this, the connections between what's going on in these circles and the World Economic Forum. Um, December, we're doing the extraterrestrial question, getting all the research I have on this and just putting out some ideas for you. And then in the new year, we're doing cosmic superimposition. Really excited about that. 
And then we're going to keep this going. I'll have regular premium content available for you. This is one way that you can help support this show and my research and my work. It really helps a lot. And I'm going to spoil rotten. I promise. Okay. So thanks to everybody who's there. I really appreciate it because of you. I can still do this work and provide for my family. So thank you so much. Um, let me go back to the homepage real quick. What do we got? Recent episodes. I did a recent episode on Monday, transgender humanism, trying to ask some big questions there, make some interesting connections. So go check that out. Uh, check out my documentary, The Truckers Were Right. Please help me continue to share that out and get it in front of as many people as possible so they can see the truth as the inquiry is unfolding. You can go follow me on Podbean and iTunes if you prefer to just listen to the show. All of my archive are there. You can go listen anytime you want. Uh, one of my featured interviews, really good one. If you want to share it out to introduce people to my show, I did it with Kid Carson. It was a fantastic interview, I think, talking about Cult of the Medics. So uh, that's a really good interview to share out. And uh, yeah, let me show you uh, how, a few other ways you can support my work. I want to thank Rise Attire for just doing an awesome job, making really good quality stuff, doing the signature series for Cult of the Medics. And we're adding another layer to that series coming up soon in, uh, to highlight chapter nine. So stay tuned for that. And uh, that helps Rise Attire, who they are also truthers and patriots and podcasters. They do their own work, but they also make these amazing signature series um, with some awesome stuff. And they have other series on their website as well that you can check out. So that's a good way to support. I feel like I found a really good sponsor. I'd actually, because I was having a lot of knee issues from past injuries, you know, I'm just an old battle horse and, uh, I was taking some stuff before that just wasn't really working. It was decent, but, uh, it's not as good as the stuff that my wife had me trying. turns out it comes from this company called Modere. Uh, they're a newer company, but they do a lot of just really high quality stuff. So, uh, I was so happy to see the level of um, transparency that they have, uh, they don't even work with because, you know, some products you bring in, people look at the ingredients and they're like, what the hell? So it's hard to find a perfect company. But what I like about these guys is if there's ingredients that are even controversial, they don't use it uh, as far as I can see. So they're, they do a really good job and I just like it. I like the taste of stuff. It tastes good. Um, they even have stuff like laundry detergent and whatnot, which is cool where you, you use less and you get more and it's all natural and there's no harmful chemicals. Uh, the collagen is where it's at for me. So check out the collagen. If you're taking collagen, this is one of the best college. I had an immediate change in joint pain and everything. Now my fingernails are growing like crazy, constantly cutting it. So uh, it works really well with skin and uh, collagen. There's a lot of research on it right now and no not all collagens are made the same you got to get good quality stuff um so i've been just super impressed with these guys they even do coffee they do all kinds of cool stuff so you can go check it out there all of your purchases help the show and uh i think they do a fair job no you don't have to do any phone calls with anybody no you don't have to be on any kind of uh contract or anything like that you come and go as you please i think the prices are fair for the quality you're getting. And uh, I think it's a really good option for the show. So thanks to Modare. I love it. I'm really enjoying the products and definitely goes a long way to helping out the show. I also have my Mighty Warrior collection. If you want to get some swag, get some mugs, get some toques as the winter season, get some sweaters as the winter season closes in. Got to stay warm. Got some stuff for the kitties. 
toddlers. Look at that. We got look at this. Look at how cute that is. I love it. Christmas is coming. Uh, you can also just leave me a tip, buy me a coffee. That's the way you want to do it. And the reason I have all this stuff, guys, and all these options is uh, just to give you guys options. It's all based on the feedback that I get. You know, I started with just one sponsor and some people don't like doing a sponsor. They want to just donate. So, okay, I'll add a donation option. Um, you know, I, I kind of have something a little bit for everybody. And this is what allows me to do the work. And I'm always trying to find the best quality stuff I can. So it goes a long way. But if you can't support me in that way, you don't have to. You, the best way to support is always to just share this content out because the whole point is to get people in front of information that they've never seen, that they're not getting from the mainstream. So the best service you can do is just help me share out these videos, share out these shows, share out these clips, um, share out my documentary series. It really, really helps. It's because of you guys that I was able to get as much success for Cult of the Medics as I have. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, it's really going well. Um, and you can get that all for free at cultofmedics.com. I'm making lots of cool clips to help share out. And, um, that's what we do here. That's what we do. So without you, I wouldn't be here. Thank you so much, everybody. Thanks for all your comments. Thanks for all your support. Let's work together to bring this win home. And we are going to win because lies, they only they have a short shelf life. They're really attractive. They come out of the gate with lots of energy and gusto, but they die always 100% of the time. You can't bury the truth forever. It's a force of nature. And so we just got to keep encouraging it, keep fanning the flames of truth, freedom, and justice. Keep having these conversations. Stay active in your local communities. I think our best option when it comes to all these elections is not always to just keep focusing on the federal level of what's going on. Focus on the local level. I think that's where the best change can happen, where you're working with real people that you know that you can team up with to uh, take all these globalists out of your towns. Take all these this woke, uh, demonic stuff out of your schools. And uh, let's, let's start building real communities and a real country again. If we build a superior model from within, the old corrupt model will die on its own accord. So let's use that strategy. And I've got a lot more coming your way here on Truth Warrior. I've got some cool guests coming up. We're going to do a little bit of stuff on Canada next week. I've got some great Canadian guys coming on. Uh, but I'm going to keep covering things on the international level. Um, and yeah, lots more coming your way. So thanks, everybody. Love you lots. Stay strong. We're going to get through this. And we'll catch you later, right? Cheers, everybody.